What is up, everyone? It's Sean once again with the Fantasy Foot Fools podcast. We are heading into week 15, the start of the playoffs for most leagues out there. This is our week 15 waiver wire show. It's going to be a short show today. Not a ton of pickups out there on the waivers, but these are important ones. It's important to monitor your waiver wire and make sure you have depth for your playoffs. I'm going to start off with our pick of the week. Our pick of the week is wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, Amon Ra St. Brown. It's two games in a row with 12 targets. That's a lot. He's also produced really well. He's caught 10 for 86 and a touchdown and 8 for 73 in back-to-back games. He's doing well and he's putting up good numbers. Uh, He's also hyper-necessary. This is a team that has been kind of desperate for a wide receiver one. And while I don't necessarily think he's a wide receiver one for them, he is their number one target. I think Josh Reynolds getting there has helped quite a bit because it's, you know, a talented player out there on the field for them. And it opens up the offense more. They had no receiving threats. And now that Reynolds is there, they have someone else besides Amon Ra that can actually catch a ball and do something with it. There are no bye weeks this week. That's the end of the bye weeks. So let's get right into it. We're going to start with running backs. Rashad Penny. Yeah, I know. Rashad Penny. Again. It feels like it's been his year every year for way too long now. And I get that everyone's really hyped for him. He was a hyped draft talent, and now he seems like he's staying healthy and has the whole backfield to himself. Um, but it's Rashad Penny. Yeah, he rushed 16 for 137 and two touchdowns. That's impressive, but it was against the Texans. He's been lackluster his whole career so far, and he's been consistently beat out by a lot of running backs there, most notably Chris Carson. So try not to overreact too much to one boom game against the Texans again, but Penny is a good pickup this week because he does appear to have that backfield to himself. He's also got talent. There's no denying that, but there's nothing really exciting about the Seattle Seahawks right now. He also has two tough matchups coming up with the Bears and Rams, so he's good depth, but don't expect too much from him. Then we have Philip Lindsay. Lindsay had COVID in week 13 and a bye week in week 14, but he's vaccinated, so there's a good chance he comes back in week 15. Lindsay had a decent first game workload for the Dolphins against the Panthers in week 12, uh, having 12 carries for 42 yards. Not stellar for fantasy, but getting double-digit carries in your first game, that's pretty good. We don't really know how the backfield will split up between Lindsay and Gaskin and, to a lesser extent, uh, Ahmed, but they have a really good matchup against the Jets in week 15, so definitely worth the grab. Basically, if there's a running back starting against the Jets, you can pretty confidently roll them out. Last but not least, we have Justin Jackson. Austin Ackler left the game early with the same ankle injury that he had the prior week, and he didn't practice on Monday. Now, granted, that's a uh, projection because the team didn't practice on Monday, but it's it's a sign to pay attention to. Neither of us is a huge fan of Jackson, but he would be the guy and uh, if Eckler were to be out this week, and that's a good role to have. That's a big volume role. But 
you have to keep in mind Josh Kelly is there, so it could be a backfield, but Josh Kelly is about as terrifying as, you know, a cuddly sheep. We already talked about Amon Ross St. Brown, and our other wide receiver for this week is Rashad Bateman. We know he had a goose egg in week 13, but in week 14 he had a 103-yard game. And 103 yards is nothing to scoff at when this is a player who was hyped and who had started to look like he might be doing something this year. He had eight targets, turned it into seven catches, and that was with Tyler Huntley as the quarterback. It's possible there's a chemistry here because of, like, second-team reps in practice. So if Lamar ends up missing Week 15, Bateman could prove to be a key piece in the Ravens' offense, and it'll be a pass-heavy matchup or game script against the Red Hot Packers. Moving on to tight ends, we have my boy, according to Richard, Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, uh, you have all the arguments you need for him. Logan Thomas is done for the season. It is an ACL tear. Ricky Seals is necessary. And you also get to bark like a seal every time he catches the ball. So that's very exciting. Oh, and also he's playing the Eagles next week. So he's going to be a tight end one. They are allowing the most receptions, yards, and fantasy points per game to the tight end position alongside 11 touchdowns on the year to tight ends and we're not just talking about like oh yeah they've played a bunch of good tight ends some of these guys are guys that i'm sure you've never heard of before (laughs) some of the tight ends that have touchdowns against the eagles this year are tommy tremble oj howard long time since we've heard that name foster moreau steven anderson donald parham adam troutman Chris Myrick and Ryan Griffin. These guys are bleeding points to the position. So if you have a tight end going against them, fire them up. Next up, there's really no one. Uh, it's the tight end position. So our second recommendation is Gerald Everett. It's gross. No one wants to do it. There's nothing exciting about Seattle. But Everett is kind of a necessary piece right now. Uh, at least... While everything's kind of wonked in Seattle, uh, he's getting a good amount of targets every game. In the game against Houston, he only had two targets, but prior to that, he had six, nine, four, and eight. And I would imagine the reason he had so many or so few targets against Houston is because, you know, they're the Texans. You don't really need to throw on him. But he did have a touchdown in that game. Next up, we have some quarterbacks. We want you to check for Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is an automatic QB1. Uh, Dude sucks at football, but it doesn't matter because he's really good at running the football, and that's awesome in your quarterback spot. Check for him. He's rostered in most leagues, but it's important to take a look. Tua Tungavailoa. He's going to be going against the Jets this week, and he's only 35% rostered. And uh, he's good, people. Like, it's time to just accept it. I don't know what to tell you. If you're still a doubter. <clears throat> so start up Tonga Vailoa this week. This is going to be an awesome matchup for him. Next up, Justin Fields. It's going to take some real cojones here to play Fields, but he did have a good game against the Packers in week 14. And the Vikings are a pretty miserable defense. There's really not much else to say about the Vikings there. And this should be a high scoring matchup because their offense can put up points the Vikings that are, that is. Um, 
so the Bears will also have to put up points. And this seems like the type of game where Fields can probably have that that level that you need from him. Finally, our defense uh, options for the week. We have the Dolphins versus the New York Jets. The Miami Dolphins defense has been awesome as of late, and it's the Jets. Then we have the Cardinals versus Detroit. Cardinals defense is stout. Detroit is Detroit. Really, it, it's this is what you want when it comes to defense. Is you want easy matchups that it's just like against bad offenses. Speaking of, we have the Texans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And in that same game, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Texans. Though, that one's a little less confident because Davis Mills hasn't looked that bad. But Jacksonville has looked pretty bad, so I, I would be more confident in starting the Texans' defense. Trevor Lawrence, as much as he's been hyped, he's got, I mean, just an absolute plate of shit to deal with down there, and he's not looked great. He's thrown a lot of interceptions, and I'm hoping next year's better for him. So that's our Week 15 Waiver Wire show, everyone. Hope you find it helpful. Hope you get some good pickups this week. And we hope you've made the playoffs, hopefully even more so, with our help. Enjoy and good luck this week.